0: car series post qualifying press conference joined now by Scott Dixon driver of the number nine PNC Bank Chip Ganassi Racing Honda for Chip Ganassi Racing will be starting fourth in tomorrow's Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach a former winner here on the streets of Long Beach in 2015 Uh, Scott you joined us yesterday and we discussed that and also the fact that your car felt really fast right outside of the box Take us through your Firestone fast six qualifying and, and has the car continued to show that speed
1: uh, unfortunately it didn't the speed didn't last very long. Um, you know we were quick in the morning practice struggled uh, a little bit in the heat of the day yesterday and then this morning uh, we just we didn't really get a run on tires we just had a lot of traffic and but realistically the car didn't feel that good either so uh, we made quite a few changes for, for qualifying um, some some pretty big uh, fundamental changes to the car and, and luckily in, in uh, q1 the car was Quite well balanced. Uh, we just tried to dial it in a little bit uh, more. Um, got pretty close there. in, in Q2, uh, just traffic was was uh, really tough. I think everybody really fights with this new error kit to try and get as much of a uh, gap as you can to the car in front because uh, as soon as you see see one, it really affects your uh, ultimate lap time. Um, so yeah. And then uh, Q3, um, I think we were on like a six, which would have you know put us uh, happily second. And and uh, we made an adjustment, and the car just got really loose uh, on lap two and, and um, almost spun going into eight, uh, lost all that time, and, and, and that was it. But uh, I think ideally, the car's got some good speed. I think we can tune on it. I think we've, uh, we're have we in a good starting spot there uh, with fourth, and, and hopefully uh, you know we can make up three spots.
0: Absolutely, and you've mentioned a few times now that it's also a big weekend for Honda. Obviously, Alexander Rossi is not your teammate, but a teammate in the Honda family. How rewarding is it to see them performing strongly here?
1: Yeah, congrats to, to Rossi. He's uh, been super fast all weekend, and um, you know it's uh, you know good for for Honda. Obviously, this is a home race for us, and, and um, all the teams. You know, you push every weekend, but uh, with the global CEO coming in and, and uh, the cele- you know, celebrating 25 years of HPD is, is a big deal, and, and you know ultimately you'd like to get them a win. So we'll see what uh, what tomorrow brings.
0: Joined also by our reigning champion, Joseph Newgarden, driving the number one Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet for Team Penske oh, this weekend. We'll be starting sixth in tomorrow's Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. Joseph, obviously a, a good qualifying session for you starting in the first three rows of the race, but we did see a little contact towards the end there. Take us through what happened.
2: Yeah, it's good to be up in the fast six. You know, that was the first kind of goal was get there and then try and sort it out. And I certainly messed it up for us in, in that and in the second part of it. Um, you know, just on our on our best set of tires, uh, which we were planning on getting the most out of there at the end. I just hit the wall and ate. I just made a mistake. Got a little sideways on the entry and then tried to keep in it, because um, the first lap was okay. I knew that second lap was probably going to be my optimum, but I, I wanted to get the most out of that first lap, and I, I probably got too greedy with too much slide on the entry. So I just hit the wall, bent the toe, and it was pretty, pretty bent, so I had, to, I had to come in. I was trying to stay out of Rossi's way, actually, so I didn't interfere. But, yeah, just messed it up. You know, made a mistake, so I'll make it a little bit harder on us tomorrow to start out. But like you said, the Fast 6, is, um, it's a good place to be. You know, at least that's close enough to the front we can make something happen, and now we'll work on our Verizon race car for tomorrow.
0: Absolutely. Questions for Joseph and Scott? And we do have a wireless microphone floating around the room. Any questions? Yes. Oh, yes, Aaron. Oh, yes say,
2: sir. Easy enough. <laughs> Guys, it was pretty hot out there this afternoon compared to this morning. Uh, how did you find the track, especially after the race It was before your qualifying session? I thought it was getting better. You know, the track temp was dropping. Uh, the beginning of it was f- certainly slick. Uh, you could tell there was a lot of rubber down, a lot of grip, but at the very initial run, we had to clear all that off before it, um, uh, before it be- became okay to run. So I think that actually that first qualifying session, 10 minutes, it was very, very slick, and then we cleaned it up. Then it was pretty grippy, but you were dealing with a hot track temp at that point, and it just seemed to get better and better as we we ran in the qualifying session and dropped down. So trickier than this morning, I would say. You know, cooler temps are always easier, especially with this new car and how sensitive the floor is. But, you know, nothing nothing too dramatic, I want to say. Aaron? Scott, you missed
1: the Fast 6 at St. Petersburg for the first time in a really long time. And you already mentioned traffic. That's a different dynamic in the race, though. How important is it going to be that you made the Fast 6 this time around? Uh, it definitely helps. Um, but I think I, I read a stat uh, this morning that the pole sitter hasn't won here since mid-2000s or something crazy. So um, we'll see you know, see if that still plays true. But it's, uh, you know, I think this race definitely throws a bit of a curveball. But if you can start out front, ideally, I think you want to start at the front. If you're not at the front, you have a pretty good chance coming from the back, as we saw you know, with Bordet. Uh, in St. Pete for the last two years and, and we've seen it here many a times too with strategy but uh, yeah if you can start near the front that's that's going to give you the best opportunity best opportunity to have you know clear pit stops uh, clear start uh, stay out of trouble uh, etc. Jeff. Jeff Clark from com. for Joseph.
3: Um, so with a bent toe like that is that something that they just reset and you go out in morning warm-up and check it and like okay it's fine or, or is there more of a concern that that could carry over into the race if, if it's not an easy fix
2: no fortunately with these things they're they're simple i mean you you, uh, if it's bad enough you'll change the toe link and sometimes they don't even have to set it i mean it's like it's close enough but um yeah we'll we'll, we'll change the toe link out most likely get our setting back and it should be good to go so yeah they're, they're real simple like that you know there's there's nothing to really be concerned about which is great mm-hmm. It's a shame, though. I mean, you know, when it happens, you're going down the straightaway like this, so you like know that's that's the end of your qualifying session.
0: Yes, David.
4: Um, is there any explanation as to why the uh, the Reds were the faster tyre today, and they were, appeared to be the slower tyre yesterday? I think uh, you you guys improved. Uh, I think only three of you guys improved uh, yesterday, uh, on from, uh, from P one to P two, uh, and then uh, today it seemed no question at all that the Reds were the best ones for the gig.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think ambient the, the track temp I think was probably fairly low this afternoon because as soon as that's, the sun starts to. You know, get out of view a little bit. It uh, the track temp really um, starts to go down quite quickly, and I think maybe that's why it was so sensitive. I think tomorrow we've got a fair bit of cloud cover uh, forecasted, so you know. But uh, yeah, you're right. Um, there was only three cars that went faster in in, in practice two yesterday, uh, which is quite a shock uh, to to what we normally see. But um, I don't know. For me, yesterday in in with a hot track temp, the 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 Reds just felt really greasy.
5: I don't know why. Chris. Uh, Joseph, Scott, with the new Aero kits this year, how difficult is it to extract the maximum for the fastest ultimate lap?
1: Um, You know, I think a lot of the time it depends on your car, you know, how how good the balance is, how comfortable you are, you know, how much confidence you've got in it. Um, And that's, you know, that's always a tricky uh, balance, uh, you know, on street courses, you know, because the you know, you make a slight mistake and, and you're going to hit the fence and, and that's maybe your session or your qualifying or, or the race over. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I think the Rising car series has done a, a fantastic job with with the Aero kit. It looks fantastic. The car works well, uh, raced extremely well at St. Pete. I think we saw, you know, a ton of passes and overtaking uh, situations, which, uh, you know, I think we'll, we'll run through, um, you know, for the rest of the year. So everything's good. Everything's positive.
0: Any final questions for Scott or Joseph? I was trying to say, you're way there. Scott and Joseph, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Joined now by other members of our Firestone Fast 6, Will Power. Wait, never mind. Is Will here? Yes, he is. Will Power, driving the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet for Team Penske, starting second in tomorrow's Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. This is Will's fourth consecutive top five start in the past five Verizon IndyCar Series races. Also a three-time pole winner here on the streets of Long Beach. Will, was the uh, qualifying session...
6: Oh, yeah, sorry. No problem. Just asking Rossi how the hell he went so fast. (laughs) But, yeah, it was uh, was good. Uh, You know, I felt like we had a really good car. Um, You know, got to the fast six like we needed to. And then, uh, yeah, just we're not fast enough basically to be on pole but very happy to be on the front row so we've you know we've kind of crept up all weekend and definitely made the car better uh, in a good window now um yeah that was a lot of fun
0: did alex tell you how he went so fast
6: yeah he did actually he gave me a setup go. sheet yeah just emailed
3: it to him for like 500 bucks
6: it's exactly the same as my car it's just his driving <laughs> <laughs>
0: Joined also by Graham Hall driving the number 15 Total Honda for Hall Letterman Lanigan Racing this weekend. This matches Graham's best career start here at the Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. He will be starting fifth in tomorrow's race. Uh, Graham, take us through your qualifying session. Did you feel like you got everything you could out of the car?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think I think so. Um, obviously, is a you can always look back and say here or there maybe had a tenth or two, but it certainly. As, as will just said I, I i didn't have speed to to be anywhere near Alex, um, but you know overall the that first session I was just happy to advance it was unbelievably slippery and uh and pretty ugly in group one um, you know obviously improved quite a lot for for group two and then into round two it was uh it was much better but uh you know i'm I'm really pleased with uh with where we're at i mean if you look at uh Saint Pete and how we were there and um yeah, we, were, we were awful, and so that was kind of the, our only baseline to come here with, and uh, obviously it's worked a lot better. So proud of everybody on the Total team, and, um, you yeah, know, we're going to put our heads down and try to go race with these two and uh, a whole bunch of good guys tomorrow. Who's
0: Joined also by our poll winner, Alexander Rossi, driving the number 27 Napa Auto Parts Honda for Andretti Autosport. This is Alexander's second career poll, his best start here on the streets of Long Beach Alex, you mentioned yesterday that you were hoping to find some redemption for for last year's finish. Is this the start that you were hoping for?
3: I hope so. I mean, we saw last year that you can you can have a fast race car and be in the position, but it doesn't quite work out. So you know, the the whole Andretti Autosport and Napa team has done such a great job, and you know Honda's continued their development and their push in the off season. So it's a huge it's a huge uh, result for us, and I think that we've been. We were close in St. Pete had we not had the penalty I'm um, in qualifying. So to, to get it here is good. It's a good start for tomorrow. But the sport has a, has a way of, of humbling you pretty quick. So we have a, to execute again tomorrow, and hopefully we can get that redemption we're talking about.
0: We'll see if we can welcome in Simon Pagino before we open up for questions. Joined now by Simon Pagino, driving the number 22 DXC Technology Team Penske Chevrolet for Team Penske, starting third in tomorrow's Toyota Grand Prix of Long Beach. Also a former winner here in 2016 and matches his best start here on the streets of Long Beach of third. Simon, uh, a good start for you tomorrow and, and probably pretty great to see your two teammates right beside you as well. as uh, A strong result in qualifying for Team Penske. Take us through your session, please.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's a really good result, all three of us in the fast six. Uh, it's not easy these days, <coughs> I have to say. Um, I just want to pull my hat off to Tim Pensky for, um, you know, obviously understanding the, the street course setup has been uh, it's been difficult. Uh, just because of the success we've had with the previous uh, Aero kit, uh, we've had to, you know, rethink a little bit. Uh, and these guys, these guys just in three races were able to do it. So, uh um, quite quite impressive, I have to say. I'm, I'm very, very excited to see that we we could get the car in such a good place. Um, and myself, I just have to extract a little bit more out of it. But uh, quite frankly, it was a, it was a fun fun, and great qualifying.
0: We'll open up for questions, starting with Bruce in the back.
4: Alex, uh, for most of his career, Will
5: Powell has pretty much been king of the road on the street and road courses. What is it, the, the satisfaction level like to be able to to get a pull from on such a tough street course as this beating willpower.
3: Well, i mean any pull is great but i mean i think he has like 125 pull positions so i'm Got some work to do to catch him to even be in that category. But, yeah, I mean, it was a great day. It's been a great weekend for the whole team. And, um, you know, I think Ryan, without his his penalty for the pit exit there, he, he could have been on the front row with me. So um, the, the whole organization has done an amazing job. And it's just – it is satisfying to do this because this is the first kind of task of the weekend. But um, we've got a – 90 laps. How many laps tomorrow? Yeah. 90 laps tomorrow yeah. to uh, – to try and get it done
0: other questions yes jeff
5: hi jeff gluck from jeffgluck.com
3: for any of you who want to take this is there any way that you can describe or explain how fine is the line when you're coming out of these corners and getting right up next to the wall and obviously that's the racing line where you have to go like what is the edge like there i mean are you like this close to making a mistake, or are you more under control than it looks like for us? Like, how, how close are you guys to getting in the wall? Like every time you come out of a corner like that.
6: Yeah, pretty close actually. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I brushed it a couple of times during that in the qualifying session. So it depends on the corner, but yeah, it's like you got to push unbelievably hard. It's it's uh, it's like no other. Yeah, I think with the lower downforce, you use more road because the car is all sliding all the way to the wall where before the other car would be kind of stuck when you got on the throttle. So, yeah,
5: for me, I was on the limit. Yeah, I mean, I think you're, you, you're using it. I mean, as you see, you know, particularly in the back section, turn nine, ten. you know, you get offline, you know, three inches, you're going to hit the fence. And um, But, you know... Eh, Trust me. In Q3, there was several times I thought I was going to hit the fence. There's, there's no doubt. You know, uh, as Will said, you're giving it absolutely everything you have. You're hanging on for dear life, and obviously around here, there's not a whole lot of space, right? So, uh, uh, but um, you know, risk versus reward, you you give it all you've got, and you you hope that it that it sticks, and tomorrow you just pull it back just a little bit.
0: Other questions? Yes, Mark up front.
5: Um, you mentioned that the cars are sliding more with this lower downforce. Um, does that mean we're going to see more, more tire wear tomorrow? Will these tires go off, or are they lasting pretty well um, with the current compounds?
3: Yeah, I think they'll definitely go off, and, and that's – I mean, we saw that in St. Pete. I, I think it was not as bad as we expected in St. Pete, but there was definitely a fall-off. So that's, that's going to be something that we have to think about. Um, no doubt about it. So it, it's just kind of you can have an aggressive car that's fast and, and uses tires or you can kind of go the other way. So it's, it's fine in that line because obviously you don't want to protect them too much that you don't get the performance out of them. So it's something that, you know, we'll all have to to figure out overnight and, and kind of try a few things in the warm-up and, and see what works and what doesn't. But I can tell you that the fans will be on for for an amazing show. I mean, it's... The race was good here last year and now with this car and, and the tire degradation that we're talking about. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty awesome show.
5: And just fuel burn, right? I mean, yeah. you got last year saving like crazy from the start and this year you won't have to. So It'll so be good. a lot better. There we go. Hard.
0: Other questions? <clears throat> yes.
2: So for Alex and the rest of the guys. Uh, Alex, you got about four-tenths on on the rest of the field. Uh, Traditionally, this has been covered by about a second for the first 20. Are you surprised to have that much? And the same thing for you guys. Are you surprised that he was able to go that much quicker?
3: I mean, I don't really look at a gap. I don't and that's kind of irrelevant to us. Um, You know, we're just looking to to be in the front, and whether that's by a hundredth or three-tenths, it doesn't really matter. So, you know, there's no doubt that, you know, we've been strong. I mean, Ryan has been has been right there with me and and Joseph at times and Will at times. So, you know, it's just kind of about who gets it right on that lap. And and I think that's where you see the big deltas come from. Um, It's not that we're just that much quicker than anyone else. It's just, you know, it's such a fine window to to get the the perfect lap, if you will. And it's just as fine of a window to fall out of of the setup a little bit. And, And there's, you know, a big time penalty for that because as we go back to the lesser downforce, you're sliding more. So if you're a little bit off, it compounds through the corner.
0: Don? Uh, yeah, for any one of you guys, everybody has asked over the over the years, we want to be able to drive the car more. You've got that. Do you like it? You, I mean, now you've got to drive the car. It just doesn't stick and turn. I'm volunteering Simon Patrick. I,
5: I don't think it was quite as easy as people want to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it just sticks and turns. Well, yeah. it didn't just stick and turn. It's yeah. obviously... <laughs> it's all, I had somebody say to me after Phoenix last week, man, was that as easy as it looked? And I thought, you have not a clue at all of you thought that was easy. I mean, everybody can answer this, but to me, I think, yes, you have, to drive, you have to hustle it more. There's no doubt about that. But the last car, to get the last little bit, you had to hustle the hell out of it all the time, you know? And if anything, you know, the last car, because of the downforce it did have, you know those those moments. You know when something did go wrong were even more severe because you were pushing like so much harder to find the limit. But uh, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed this car. I think that it's for the lack of down or the, the reduction in downforce. It still breaks pretty darn well. It accelerates a lot better. Um, you know the cornering speeds are still pretty darn good. It's it's a lot more fun for me.
4: But same.
0: Anybody else, Simon?
4: Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, even on the oval, um, it's a lot more fun. You've got a lot more lifting. You got to think about your tyres a lot more. There's a lot more to it. Uh, where the past few years was all about commitment, high commitment, um, and and using the downforce. So now it's it's a lot more about the tyres, uh, and I think that's that's great for racing. That's great for the drivers. Um, mm-hmm. sh- there should be more action everywhere. But um, it's the first time I've had the car like I want it to be. So um, pretty great. I think there's a limit that can be pushed even further. It's just, um, y- you know, you get a ride on it, and that's what's cool.
0: Any final questions? Yes, up front, Jim, and then Steve. Thanks,
4: Alex, you've uh, obviously been quick all weekend, and we've seen this from you before. It was at, at Watkins Glen, where you had a pretty magical weekend there. Graham was talking the other day just about how, I mean, Detroit, about how magical a weekend that was for him, and, Watkins Glen, obviously, it's probably the same for you. Are you starting to get the feeling that that, that what this could be? I mean, the way you, how fast you've been throughout the weekend.
3: No, I mean, I'm. We have a big day ahead of us tomorrow, and uh, like I've said before, I mean, there's there's a huge amount of work. None of these 23 guys are going to be easy to beat, and we've all seen how easy it is to to not win an IndyCar race. So, um, we need to definitely bring our A game tomorrow and do our homework overnight and make sure we have a good warm up. and And we talked about the the tire life and make sure that we're looking after them in that sense and then hopefully we can get a good start and just execute what we need to do not have any dramas in pit lane and uh, hopefully hopefully bring home a win
0: we'll go Steve and we'll take our last question from Bruce
4: Alex talk about the decision to uh to stay in the 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 pits until uh, I guess about the final minute
3: Uh, We had been pretty good on the first laps on tires, so I just didn't want to carry around the fuel, and we just thought that we could get it done. And um, so the the team put me in a gap, and it was just about finding the space on track and making sure the tires were up and just kind of going for it.
0: Bruce?
5: Alex, uh, you're a Northern California guy, but nonetheless a California boy. This race having so much history and importance to the state of California – this has got to be a really big deal for you to win a pole here.
3: It's it's a big deal to win a pole anywhere. They're hard to come by, and but yeah, you're absolutely right. This is kind of like a secondary home race for me. We've got fifty odd, sixty odd guests here with us this weekend, so that's pretty cool. I have a lot of family and extended family down, and and that's nice to to be able to have some performance for them. And uh, it's it's um, it's a special place. I mean, this this track has been around for so long for for a lot of reasons um southern california the weather's pretty hard to beat the fans are amazing the atmosphere the vibe the energy i mean we've already seen massive crowds already and i wouldn't be surprised um tomorrow to see even more more people so this is for sure one of our flagship races and we're very proud to be able to come here
0: gentlemen thank you very much good luck tomorrow
3: thank you thank you